Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it For, for real? real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And this week on the pod, in honor of the Super Bowl, I chose a movie not about sports. Uh, I chose a movie about a performing arts school, Fame. <laughs> um, which but is I the think <laughs> it does. Sorry, I think it does correlate with the Super Bowl because I feel like this is more about the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm. Got it. You yeah, know, no, sorry. no usher, but yeah, True. it's more focused on what I care about in football, which would be the, the halftime dancing. show, the costumes, the dancing, right. the cheerleading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't mean the drama. Interrupt, no, you didn't at all. You you just <laughs> you yes anded uh, that this movie is from 1980. Um, it's like a it's funny to go from like a 20 a 2004 movie to a 1980. Yeah, one of I our think, biggest spans. Yeah, I think this is the only one we've watched recently that Katie and I were not born for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you think about that. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of fun. You youngins. We're just babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm so excited because our intro this week is Scooter D. And Scooter is my coworker. And he's also a fantastic artist. He took my wedding photos. He's just a wonderful oh, human. Nice. And he's also become a very big fan of our podcast. Incredible. And he's also has an encyclopedic memory as it relates to films and he could tell you anything about any movie we've watched plus all of the ones we've never watched so Ooh. he's like a true cinema cinnamon file cinema a cinnamon 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 file as soon as i said cinnamon i knew i was wrong but i didn't care because i like the idea of being a cinnamon file um let's let's hear from scooter d take it away scooter hello bridget katie Philip. Or is it Philip Katie Bridget? It's Philip Katie Bridget. Either way, um, it's a for real podcast. Check it out. So you all are about to do fame. And fame is a 1980 film, um, which is probably one of the movies that I can absolutely say that is not as popular as the damn theme song. (laughs) So Irene Cara um, was in that film and she played uh, Coco. Um, when it went to the TV, she was not there anymore because she was a big star. She was Iron Care. Anyways, um, this movie had me thinking that that's what every school in New York was about. So if you went to school in New York, at some point, a flash mob was going to break out into dance and singing and folks was going to dance on the table. Um, that is not how it worked um, at the school I went to in Indiana with no dancing on the tables. Anyways, um, there was a lot about this movie. Gene Anthony Ray was in this movie. Um, it was one of the coolest dancer dudes like forever. And then, of course, you know, Debbie Allen. I mean, what can you say? But anyways, I'm glad you all are reviewing this movie. I like listening to the podcast. Um, I'm still not happy with the way y'all did Willow. Grr, it holds up, damn it. Sorry. I don't believe we should be cursing on this podcast. Either way, um, that's what I have to say about it. I don't want to go over time. My plan was to do roughly about two minutes um, and then y'all can chop it up and use whatever it is you need. Uh, oh, last thing. Um, 
I am wearing a large hat that says fame on it and a t-shirt um, with um, the neon t-shirt and um, leg warmers. Two minutes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, awesome. how cool. I think that's the first um, intro who's um, described their outfit. I know. Just so great. Everyone else listened, is naked. Listened all the way through the whole entire yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's the test, oh my y'all. Gosh. I know. Ah, so, so cool. And of course, he brings up um, leg warmer, um, which I was reading. I think leg warmers were uh, attributed to flash dance, which came out a couple of years later. But in fact, leg warmers, they were saying like, even though like pop culture attributed them for the fa- uh, flash dance, they're more attributed like the popularization of leg warmers really is from this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, from Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was kind of like their film debut which is so wow gotta keep those legs warm no <laughs> uh it's it's all about having layers and levels speaking of levels yeah. uh yes. let's get into our levels i think oh i think my level is gonna be just two things it's it's a hyphenated level which is baltimore school for the arts mm. slash remember my name um because the song like scooter said um is definitely something that i know very well and obviously irene cara also did flat the flash dance song mm-hmm. um and so those were definitely like songs on repeat in my house and like remember remember like this was like very much part of my childhood um and then i also was like convinced for a minute before i started watching this that it took place at baltimore school for the arts mm. and imagined that that's what that school was like i did not go there um i actually have never seen this movie i thought i had i thought i'd seen parts mm-hmm. of it but what i do think i saw was like um they've made a junior version of a musical of this movie okay. and i saw some snippets of it and then i was like really now i'm really worried what the rest of the show is like because wow wow yeah. <laughs> adult some things with, eighth, with some eighth graders oh um, yeah just saying well there is a remake of this movie right that's like 2009 is, yeah, is that what you mean got very, very no a musical panned. a music a staged musical oh. that then a junior version was made of which is meant to be performed by middle schoolers oh i see it's a 60 minute okay um, i could see how you could i don't know g-rate yeah. this thing okay to well, just some of it's pretty rough for an <laughs> yeah, eighth grader yeah including the ones that were supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. Um, my level is just going to be TV show. Uh, I, with my f- whole family, we, whatever night this was came on, we watched Fame, the TV oh, wow. show, whenever that came out. Oh. I've also never seen this movie. Uh, but of course, some of the people that were in both, I recognized them just because we watched this movie and the song was ingrained in my brain because we watched it every Tuesday, whatever night fame i bet it's a friday night show um (laughs) and uh so yeah uh familiar with the themes but yeah this is my first rodeo for this one ah yes um i i guess i'll make my level debbie allen maybe in the sense yeah like and i and annie was like um who's debbie allen and i'm like Debbie Allen is Debbie Allen. I'm also and then asking I proceeded, who right, Allen is. to not be able to. Well, like, I think I knew her because she just felt like she was always around. Like, I was like, I could have like, walked like on, on the, the Cosby street. show a few times and yeah. different world. Different so she world, was very, yeah. I think she produced a different world. And she, I just kind of know her as this prolific singer, dancer, choreographer, producer. But then I couldn't really list like, 
okay, I'm not sure exactly the exact thing. I just know that she's very important and um, amazing, right? And so <laughs> yeah. in the same way, it's like this movie, it's like I knew it existed and I knew that it was like such a thing and such a vibe, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you anything <laughs> about what it was. Like I knew nothing about what I was about to embark on. So it's like on the tip of my consciousness, but I, yeah, had never, had never seen it at all. I don't, I mean, I think I'd seen like scenes, like the ones where they're like in the street on the taxi cabs, you yeah. know, like yeah. I've probably seen that in like montage. Oh, and when um the guy who, who what's the kid's name? Is it Leroy? Um, uh -huh. yeah. Skate, mm -hmm. yeah, like when he skates and like gives the teacher the <laughs> finger, that's like used a lot in like memes yeah. and stuff. So or like, I don't know, uh -huh. in like montages. I feel like I've seen that in, in the montage, but I would have no idea where it was from. This is such an interesting film for our podcast because it's like so <laughs> visual and yeah. so auditory and like there's a thousand scenes um and it's like hard to take notes on so i'm interested i was curious like while i was watching it i was thinking about how we were going to talk about it <laughs> um right we're gonna too. dance it we're gonna yeah. fame yeah um our way through it i'm sure you guys did some background research on some of these actors but it seems like most of them were very like more 80s famous if they yeah. were like some of them went on and some of them didn't well, really i know they did a lot of auditions at the school itself mm -hmm. um and then obviously got some more famous people but uh i think they did like 400 auditions for this um yeah. to try to get through it and yeah they they wanted to have a sort of unknown cast what was it um Tom Cruise, uh, Madonna oh, yeah. auditioned, uh, mm -hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer was up wow. for one of the roles. And then they, they went with unknown a little less folks yeah. other than what's her face, Debbie. Irene well, and Debbie Allen, Debbie I guess, was supposed to be more of the lead, but then yeah. they went, they like pushed Irene Cara's role. They kind of switched. Old, I think they, yeah. they filmed it and then they just decided that she looked like she was 30 so well i think i guess i was reading but maybe this isn't <laughs> true that, like, movies, well i think they were gonna do have her be more of a, a teacher and that was part of the rivalry and then they moved away from it i think because they didn't want her showing up irene Kara. like it was like mm, yeah no, like we're just gonna do um you know focus on on irene Kara. Um, which is interesting. The one guy that plays, I can't remember his name. He's the guy that uh, comes out to everyone. Um, oh, very, ER guy? Uh, Paul McCray. Yeah, ER guy. ER, ER is who, yeah. So I know him from ER. <laughs> ER. Wait, that's the guy from ER? Yeah. Like Dr. Romano. Montgomery? Yeah. Oh. Well, Montgomery's his name and it, it's that's who he is in fame, right? Yeah, the red-headed kid. White, yeah. like curly hair. Yeah, yeah, curly red hair. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of like this like really unlikable until the very end, like attending an ER. He's kind of like an oh, antagonist. Okay. Is he, he the one who gets curly crushed by a helicopter? His arm Spoilers. gets chopped off. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then oh, I think, okay, I think I he loses that. his arm and then I think he ultimately dies by like another helicopter. Yeah. I've never watched ER, but it's I'm wild. aware of like No, that. but famously, yeah, awesome. I think people talk about how he got double helicoptered, which is quite rare. <laughs> <laughs> double <laughs> double choppered. Um, yeah. ooh. So yeah. the movie takes place through four years. We have um, yeah. auditions, which starts when these kids are purportedly in eighth grade. And I'll tell you, like, without knowing what you're stepping into, 
those auditions be- because you're I, oh my because God. there's music the whole time i'm just like it was kind of disorienting like who are we going to be following yeah, yeah. No. Who, that's why it was so hard i would say to take notes on as you're watching your yeah. podcast because i'm like i don't know who to note. like there's like i know who was it so who was many the girl people. that was like screaming up the stairs at the guy that did get the audition and she did oh, that was like, like Leroy's partner. Was it Leroy? Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. well, are we gonna is she a thing? No, that's the last time we see her. There I was the loved if she was I know. She was awesome. <laughs> and then there was the girl that was Shirley doing, like, Mulholland was her name. Okay. The girl who's doing the scene is OJ Simpson, remember? Yeah. She's she yeah. stayed she stayed kind in. of, but we don't really like follow yeah. like we well, kind of get our little down... like St. Elmo's fire group. I had then... written down like the top build oh that's smart because i was like i was having a hard time also like finding who i was supposed to be following yeah um i mean i i do think i'll just say it off the bat like i do think this is one of the most like beautiful movies i've watched like i was really moved frankly by like just all of the performing arts i did love how like everybody's art form scored everybody else's scenes yeah. and yeah and i thought that was like it's very really clever. cool very clever um but whoa like these auditions <laughs> there's so much i was just kept turning to jeff and being like oh my god you cannot talk to children like this like oh no, oh my no gosh shape, no form no performing arts well, school you cannot right, talk to an and, eighth grader like this <laughs> yes and it, it it made you forget that it was high it was they were eighth grade or like high or maybe they're coming in like as seniors, some of them or whatever. But like, I was like, I kind of thought it was Juilliard. Like I, I, for, I didn't realize it was a high school yeah. until later on. Like, Oh, whoa. And then yeah. it's not a live in high school, I guess. I mean, we really don't get much. They get hot life. lunch though. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. They do get and hot some lunch. kids have no place to live and they're going home yeah. to like under the bridge right. downtown. Right. Um, it, it definitely had like a center stage vibe in that sense, though, of like, we're here for this. And this this is the focus of this movie. It's not really outside of this. But go ahead, Phil. For me, Sorry. for the auditions, I just kept thinking, did they actually let anyone into the school with talent? Um, just a lot of bad auditions. There were some very bad auditions. I I also, I, I mean, and then there's also like amazing people in there, too. But I, I was like, like, so. Were they over- at that point, though? I guess you're right, but you get to see like, yeah, I guess you're right. We There's get a good redheads, boring. Shirley and Le- Shirley and Leroy, the dancers have like oh. a really. The dancers had like a fantastic. Like, Their dance was amazing. Yeah, why is Shirley not there? She like, was why, great. I mean, why I don't did know. she get cut? But anyway, Jean Anthony Ray um, had a very sad like life outside of. I mean, it, it, he just oh, was right. troubled quite a bit. It sounds like my couchmate was reading me some stuff about his life. Like he had like a parent with substance abuse issues, and he also was had AIDS and all kinds of things. And I just I was just so drawn to his dancing. And I guess during this film in particular, he was going through like some pretty serious issues. And mm. so like even like him having to portray this character was like probably pretty intense. But oh my God, can this human dance? <laughs> just, and, just, I mean, I yeah. really enjoyed I mean the whole I felt, thing. Like, I thought he was magnetic and I thought um Ralph Garcia Raul Garcia. Those were the two that I was very uh, much like very Oh, did you not? No, yeah. Like, I hated him. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> like pretty every, as- <laughs> every aspect of yeah, we well, we can talk oh, to wow. about it when we okay. get into it. Yeah. Interesting. Um we yeah, also, oh, but, I was just gonna say. Go ahead. Is it is it Doris? Who's the Doris. girl? 
Yeah. Why is she there? <laughs> like she can't that audition, sing, man. Um, right. I mean, she's. I mean, her mother makes she's her a sing. theater kid. Right. Her mother makes her sing, and they're like, "Oh, you don't have to." But like, did she do anything else? Like, or is she well, there? They, they were saying like, "Okay, you're at a performing arts school, so you have to sing, dance, act, and play instruments." But then there was like clearly tracks that mm. kids went to, so she was yeah. like on this like exclusively acting track that did not require it's not musical theater. Um, but the theater classes all the time in this were making me laugh. They're just very. <laughs> serious very theatery oh my gosh um, i know i love yeah. the acting teacher he was oh my god i i oh, yeah. the guy was a real acting teacher as well high school acting teacher i can believe it yeah um who was an actor so I that know, makes I was sense like, yeah definitely um yeah like i it, it's you're just kind of like a little confused i think like it's about so you see like bruno coming in bruno martinelli comes in with all this equipment yeah and he's like and you're like oh my are gosh you, do you work here or are you auditioning you also look a grown man right so grown up yeah know? i was like is this an open mic like i don't even know what's happening <laughs> yeah. like yeah can and the community just come in nora definitely at this point was like turned to me and was like is the whole movie going to be like this of just yeah. quick cuts it's noise so everywhere? Annie and was, was like, like, what no. if the whole movie was an audition, like this audition, <laughs> and like it was like two hours and 15? I will say it goes on. Part of it is, is that, you know, it's split into five chunks, but a fifth of this movie is that audition part where it's scored the whole time and it yeah. doesn't slow down. You're just like, whoa. Down. And it's so many people per yeah. square inch, which really gives that New York feel. You're like, whoa, there is <laughs> this, no space. This to movie move. gives that New York feel. Like it is. Yeah. It just I just came back from New York and I was feeling very crowded there. I think more so than I've ever felt. I just think post-covid like Wild. my brain has right. changed and yes the thought of like being in this school with all those kids and all those like i couldn't believe it and there's like doors that go into doors it's like harry potter i'm oh like gosh. i don't there's like, like this three Piles kids on top of the piano because there's like nowhere <laughs> else to sit yeah. wild um yeah i'm like who is in charge here there's like this yeah. one woman that's kind of in charge but she's like not really it feels so wild. yeah there's there's not a principal right not that we meet i don't think i, I don't see. know if we meet anybody like has it's a communist like, more school of a hierarchy yeah. <laughs> also Which... i just i i just am curious like i never saw them flag senior year did they do that they did yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I was looking down, but I was like, it's what? quick. Yeah. I missed gals? one of them. I forget which year it was. And I was like, they're how all... are we already? Did it? Yeah. They're not okay. all equal time, I don't think. That'd be interesting yeah. to look back. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I think freshman year is quite a long, long. Thing, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, well, they're just all like 14 years old, 13 years old. I guess. Like, just not, though. I mean, I've, I don't know how else to say it. They're just much older. I mean, Irene Cara was like at least 20 when this movie mm. was made. She so. looks pretty young, though. She you looks young, but she's just not 14. 13 or 14. Well, she doesn't look 13. No. She's just very she like could be slight. a teenager. Yeah. Doris so. looks pretty young. The guy, ER guy, does not look 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's got a receding a of... hairline already. Yeah, yeah, and then like, and then Garcia has like a full on five o'clock shot. You know, yeah, he's just like a man. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure. I don't know. I was trying to investigate that that actor does not um, appear to be like Latinx or Hispanic, and there's definitely like I interesting. So I was why... so confused. So there was a term that I was, was looking at that I should yeah. know. Well, that. 
uh, what is it called? Roman. Um, it's a term that means like he's essentially a stand-in. He was kind of like this stand-in for Freddie Prince. Like that character was basically supposed to be Freddie Prince. And I know they like talk about it, but so, so much about the character. Who itself. is Freddie Prince? My guess was he's Freddie Prince Jr.'s father. He is That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was and a what's young, his deal? Charismatic, very comedian. handsome comedian. Like stand up. He also had a TV show mm-hmm. and he, he, he killed died. Himself. He killed himself when he was 22. So mm-hmm. he was like very young. And I think, I think they're trying to just talk about like his own, this kid's own existential feelings about like, you know, here's somebody so talented and had so much promise. And he, I look to him as a mentor and a role model and he couldn't make it. So can yeah. I make it, you know? Yeah. And had his own, I think, I think there was abuse in Freddie princess like yeah, anyway yeah he what is it called there's some term when the hell did he have freddie prince jr he died early. i think very young i don't think freddie prince jr knew him at all mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah like, yeah okay like, cool just i think yeah. he was, was kind of this like up and coming like on everybody's radar and then died and yeah um and and so this kid is kind of this like avatar of freddie prince but i found it so confusing at first because i was like i think he's lying about everything like i kind of thought he might be lying about being puerto rican because he's just like i'm puerto rican too you know yeah. like and it's like oh like who mm. knows and then uh, but then you see his family <laughs> yeah he's like nope he knows a spanish-speaking family that he feels comfortable enough to go in and out of their home at least um but but <laughs> he's yeah in deep, he's into this lie deep you know yeah he's like, his name much. is barry miller it just <laughs> that was a guy that's his yeah. actor's name and he and he's been in some other movies in the 80s that he like like pretty well known really... like um he was an Arliss. Oh, oh, really? That yeah. um, Interesting. Okay, so anything else from auditions that we feel like we need to talk about? Um, just I guess Leroy's knife collection um, yeah. in his jacket. Yeah. Uh, and I will say that this was, of course, set in New York, but it was filmed in like an abandoned school in Chicago. Oh, yeah. They were saying they had to like fix it up and then break it down. They had to like. Yeah, they had to make it look really well, like like lived in and stuff. There were parts of it like I didn't understand. There was like one scene in like a really busted up looking theater, but then at the end they perform in like what looks like like Carnegie, Carnegie Hall. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't well, fully and understand. Ralph Raul is like there. There's like scenes where it kind of just looks like West Side Story, where he's like climbing up to like a pile of concrete. It's like, I made it. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that one that? scene really did look like West Side yeah. Story. Yeah, and then even Especially like- the new West Side Story. Yeah, and then when like Leroy is like under the bridge or they're like zooming in on these guys, like with kind of like this open trash can fire and you're just, I, I honestly lost. I'm like, is this a play they're doing or? Yeah, it, I had it. It felt very like- soundstage. It looked like 1941 London, um, <laughs> right. just bombed yeah. out. <laughs> yes, yeah. You're like, where is this? Like, yeah, yeah. I know the the. It was just wildly shot. I mean, like, oh yeah, it was. Wi- I mean, it, and yeah, it was really cool. And part of it reminded me when they go into the streets a little bit of like in the Heights and stuff. It's just it's it's wild how yeah. informative this movie mm-hmm. was. I'm sure to like mm-hmm. cinematographers, theater, like all of it. And also it like messed with your brain because what is it? Doris and Redhead would right. do these like <laughs> yes. immersive scenes. That's what I mean. In like the snow. Speaking, you don't know when like, they're stopping. Russia, I don't know. And so it's like, what <laughs> right. is real and what is he, not What fake? is real? That's what I, I mean. That's part of it, you guys. Yeah. It's like when you're that oh, wow. dedicated to your art, man. It's well, like. Well, they won. 
immersive and it's right like <laughs> how do you art. separate yourself from your violin mm -hmm. you can't it's your bow is your dick man like whatever <laughs> that teacher you can't say that um to kids real teacher that to real children teacher. can't say that to children and what did it even mean like he was like don't hold your bow like it's your dick be be careful with it i'm like i think people are careful with their dicks like well, that's what right? he tries to say you know you gotta respect it <laughs> oh, you mean like oh, hold dick. it like it's your dick yeah. hold it like you would your own penis yeah. <laughs> so so lower yeah huh. i know i don't know <laughs> so okay so when we enter into freshman year um we get introduced that there's also academic quote unquote classes at this school and yeah in particular we have um who's ben stiller's mother correct? ben stiller's mom mm -hmm. i don't remember i don't have her real name written down she Ma also and mira and mira yeah mira and i also know her because she played miranda's mom on sex in the city oh okay oh no sorry not miranda's mom steve's mom okay um who goes through like dementia on the show um the oh. character um yeah it's steve's mom and leroy is bored in class and we we learn eventually that it has to probably do with the fact that he doesn't read it's like really sad well, like doesn't can't read well he can read a he can read okay although like that teacher should have been able to pick that up like a little bit you know yeah. it felt like come on she's man. she's pretty <laughs> like wake up Pretty mean, pretty distractive, cursory, racist, you know, just like, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, this really film, leaning into it. I will say, you know, I really did. I don't know if this is going to sound like optimistic Coke bottle commercial. Like I did appreciate that it was like fairly multicultural oh, and like totally representative. There's like this one beautiful scene of like all these kids playing piano together, like two kids playing on each piano and it's like very yeah i love diverse. that oh, and, and i i know that like definitely there's some there are some language problematic things and mm -hmm. sometimes they would say things they'd be like what did they just say which i'm this? sure was representative like, of how right spoke i think um, so too no i think i think this movie was pretty groundbreaking with its yeah. diversity like yeah. with race ethnicity sexuality like mm -hmm. i don't think there had been a lead openly gay character like this um I and like class and race. so much ho homophobia there is still in the movie yeah but again i don't think it's unrealistic but there is, then but, they go to rocky horror oh sorry i was just gonna say and it's like the rocky horror queer. of it all i mean i think <laughs> but i think this movie really put the camera in front of something that like people in the arts understood and were part of but people who weren't maybe didn't yeah. yeah and so i'm sure it felt like whoa like i mean i always love when there's people on film who you don't realize they're not on film until you see them on film you're like oh right like that person isn't usually on film that person is in my life all the time but uh, you know like i i think this must have felt so revolutionary and frankly yeah. it still feels like really incredibly diverse yeah, like so. um just body type all all of it mm -hmm. you know one thing i was thinking about was uh like disability and i was curious about that in this world mm. and how it plays in i again i just i, I guess I, that's you know, true but um and how that fits into like just all performing arts in general and how we mm -hmm. look at them and think about them but philip were you gonna say something before uh i'll bring it up later in the podcast okay. All right, so we the next note I have is like about lunch, which is just like would make me feel so wild. It's like it's completely chaotic. Somebody's just playing the tambourine 
incessantly. Who, who handed out tambourines <laughs> that's, to the tricky kids during lunch? I was like, lunch. who is playing the tambourine? Yeah. They need to stop. It, you don't need to play the tambourine through the entire lunch. And then, then it, yeah. it's just full-on musical dancing extravaganza. It's wild. I mean, it's so cool it's how... I really love the um, combination of like more modern and like classical instruments and like all kinds of form of like dance and kind of like performance art all together to the same beat. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. And then Basically, it's not really, go ahead, go ahead. Good. I was going to say like, it's not really until Irene Kara starts singing where you're like, oh, this is a musical. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it was like. I mean, obviously, it's probably not going to happen at lunchtime, but like it could. But she's so clearly miked when she's singing that it takes it was an interesting like, oh, mm-hmm. this movie is a musical. This is not actually just like you're a fly on the wall at an art school. Does that make sense? But the yeah, song kind of also like... shows that it's it's basically just a lunch lady song. It, yeah, that's, uh, true. <laughs> that's true. And funny story. <laughs> The uh, I think the name of this song is Hot Lunch, but the movie was originally going to be called Hot Lunch. That's right. And um, then the director realized that there's a porno porno of the same name, and mm-hmm. I guess uh, <laughs> Hot Lunch is common parlance for oral sex. So he decided oh, to go with Fame, gross. which is a better title, anyways. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that Hot Lunch and like top salad toss oh wait that's different okay yeah. never mind i think it's in podcast. the same category yeah it's like one is an appetizer i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> katie i wish people could see katie's face right now i think i just don't um, like hot lunch hot lunch always seems like the worst of options like cold lunch is gonna be way better than not hot even lunch. like a square pizza come on no no I, like on an airplane too right it's like oh can you heat it up for me like no Give me a bagel. Like I think no. no, I think a heated lunch is a very good thing, but to advertise it to people as like, oh, do you want a hot lunch? Just makes Gross. it sound disgusting. Like, prison. like yeah. why oh, did you God. need to heat it up? Like what, right. what is wrong with this right. regular lunch until you did just call it lunch, you know? <laughs> I think that <laughs> Don't was a bring big heat thing is like it. kids had to it was like a thing about having a meal that was hot made yeah. it feel I know. like more nourishing versus I get like fruits it. and like, vegetables or, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's the thing of like a hot salty soup or or like like Salisbury steak heated in a, I don't know. I'm never, usually what's on the menu for hot lunch is not my jam. Not your jam. Um, I did really, I just wrote like one of the notes I had was like, I love the theater room. I just love, they were like laying on the floor and he was doing like, oh yeah, like visualization very theatery exercises and the kids were all like really into it and then the bell rang and he was like get up and leave like just felt yeah felt right i me. think right before this they had every every teacher was like oh our section is the hardest like dancing's the hardest music's mm-hmm. the hardest acting is the hardest and then of course acting is taking a nap on doing <laughs> breathing exercises it's like one of these things may not be yeah <laughs> um so there was like this part where coco like finds bruno she's like looking for him all over the school and then she's like i'm gonna be your manager i want to like manage you i'm an eighth grader or i'm a ninth grader now (laughs) i'm a freshman in high school and i want to manage you it felt like i know i was confused by this if i didn't know she was offering management or she was offering because they kind of had this duet this hot later they yeah, I guess. It's after uh, hot lunch, right? So I feel like yeah. she's trying to say, I think we've really got something. Like we you 
you should be my musician, right? Like we should be a duo and I'll manage us. Yeah. So, but it came right. off as just a manager. <laughs> right. It's real weird. <laughs> yeah. That was like what skill set would she have for that? Right. I think um, later she admits that she reads Vogue. Um, so she's mm, got that going for her. Got okay. it. In in the running for Doris just being kind of one of the most annoying characters that ever existed, like then they do this like scene in the snow. And then she pretends to be blind yeah, um, on the street. Also, like, begging for money. Well, sort of. I mean, somebody gave her money, I guess. She has um, a cup. Like, that's the only reason to have that cup. She's a cup. Like, she's like a 1910, like, vaudevillian. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. It just was not. It's like, Dark come on, Doris. You're not that and... meta. You don't need to be that meta with your activities. And she's very in love with this older... Now this guy's like 40. who looks like Bruno though, so I couldn't. I had a hard oh. time. I was like, ooh, I because it really does take a minute. It maybe just took me a minute. Like it was well into freshman year before I could kind of figure out who is yeah. who here. And I couldn't tell following Bruno and Ralph and Seth they all have the same haircut. Yeah, I definitely got Ralph fluffy. only because he's usually like obnoxious like, it's like he's such like a at an thing. 11 yeah yeah he's at an 11 uh looks wise though like yeah this older guy who is essentially like um who's the guy from empire records who they rex manning that's kind of who i like had him as do you remember that character yeah he's yeah. kind of this like guy who who's kind of he seemed like he was like the big deal right at that school and he went out to la it sounded like we learn later yeah he tried um, and it didn't go well but yeah yeah uh so leroy next next note i have is about leroy learning like embarrassingly so that he's like flunking his history class i guess it's history or english lit i, I can't really tell one of and, red here teachers yeah yeah classes. and she's pretty awful to him and embarrassing yeah, like and, i mean you've taught yeah. at this school before surely there are kids that have gotten there whose literacy or a tutoring is... program you could... yeah. yeah like i don't know why support she's... <laughs> because i think as an audience we're supposed to i think what we're supposed to believe is she she just doesn't think she, he's trying she doesn't think he gives a shit about academics and he but he can read super well you know <laughs> right he's and just not doing yeah it but that's kind of unbelievable so so i think we're supposed to kind of give her like a little bit of a pass where it's like oh well she if she knew he could read she'd never do this but i'm like well she should know though like yeah. it's pretty rough like you have to be playing not a lot of attention yeah uh so well uh, she does have a dying husband katie so husband or father not, he wasn't dying yet it was her husband well maybe it was a long um... why because leroy calls a year old man yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. That oh. actually. Oh, so I think it's husband. her husband. Yeah, that okay. makes more sense. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole other relationship. Anyway, so Leroy really gets mad and really <laughs> smashes. The I gotta shit say, out of this would be hard to stay in the school yeah. after this, yeah. right? Like, it really breaks a lot of glass. <laughs> yeah, like forever, <laughs> forever. Like, no one's in there. No one. Maybe it was. Them. Behind a door that no one's been in, so no one know. knows this room with all the glass. the door and is like, bye. <laughs> I know, it's wild. I know, I really thought that we were going to get, I mean, maybe this is just realistic. It's like, yeah, not every teacher is great. And like some people are just scarred from their, like not every, not school is not everybody's like saving safe space, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. uh, but I really thought we'd turn around that relationship and it does not. <laughs> 
at no. all. It does not ever at all. Um, and so then let's see. Please interject if there's other things. The next it was I a hard one. I, I think this is a hard one to okay. Taxi dad. Bro, taxi dad. Right. Oh Bruno's yeah. Dad is a taxi I, driver. I said taxi dad too. Yeah, I said I said taxi dad too. He he seems to be very um interested in Bruno's life in a good way, but also yeah. like a little too much. He's like pushing him to get a girlfriend. He's like, when I was your age, 12, I had a lot of girlfriends, <laughs> you know, like, and why are you doing your music privately? Your mom and I can't hear it. And like, so I think he cares. He also yeah. turns around a lot while driving a car. And yeah, uh, yeah. Made me very nervous. He There's also like, a lot of, and I under, I um, Phil, you're you're one one of them. Where I know that this is used terminology in certain languages, but like, there's a lot of calling your parents mama and papa in this movie. Did you guys really? But but papa, like, can not, you hear me? Yeah, but like for it was like it just kind of um it stuck it stuck out to me of like yes mama and like he calls Bruno calls him papa. It's like oh yeah papa. I'm like what's happening? Like, I think because it's just a other cultures do it. I think it's an immigrant because, heavy right. area. Yeah. And like yeah. there there's definitely a tone in this of like, this is why we came here. This is why we're in New York City and you're right. gonna make it. You know, and I'm driving a taxi, but you're gonna make it. And yeah. I'm yeah, like uh, Doris's mother for sure as well. So yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, Leroy we see Leroy, he's like living under a bridge. Um yeah, and we realize he can't read very well because he's trying like a Maytag ad for a washing ad, machine. Yeah. yeah. And he's, um, then I just wrote Coco and Bruno walk around New York with hot dogs talking about their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> and I mean, and they're not are a they couple supposed to be falling they? in love. No. I don't know. I can't. Tell. I think they're kind of like falling in art. Lo- like they're like, right. they're like going to be a, a duo, you know, got it. But not a romantic couple, I guess. Not a sunny and share. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we have this like Katie's boob corner moment. Um, I was just not expecting Where, which, this. Well, because well, it first comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. These are children. Which one are you looking, talking about? The very first the time the, kid, the boys one. are peeping Oh, God. Tom the I know. Thing, okay, I and it's just like all the girls are just in this room piled on top of each other in a yeah. naked orgy. Um, changing, I guess, their clothes. That element of this, that set piece felt like Better Off Dead or something. That felt like it was from a different movie, yeah. especially the, the second Pratt fall week. later. Mm-hmm. When that kid is playing the French horn on the toilet and doesn't yeah. stop. Well, when he's a man... playing the French horn this first time, too. Oh, okay. I don't know if I knew that. Um, but <laughs> See, yeah, it's kid... layered, Katie. Come it on. It is layered. Or the kid is... the kid. I did get a kick out of the kid that's like, let me see. <laughs> it's like, oh, like freaking out. It's like, let me see, goddamn it. Like, like, and like, oh my gosh. But then it's like the idea that these women wouldn't hear them. Like, if yeah. you can see them, they right. can hear you. Right. Because um, it's air. Um, I know that... That was so. I don't. I don't it, it felt very like a different movie, kind of. Well, was really why was it in this movie? Other than like the boob delivery system, I don't like know. what I don't know. purpose <laughs> did those two <laughs> scenes? I mean, it, that's what I mean. Like, first of all, like it's wild to me that like this actor Gene Anthony Ray is like playing a straight character in the first place, but also just like that. There's there's this who? sense of who like, is that? Sorry, Roy. Is he playing a straight character? 
Yes. Because he, he has okay. sex with He gets with that the girl pregnant. Fancy that blonde. rich girl pregnant. But you know when... Because is he openly gay other in real life? Oh, yeah. Right. So, like, remember when he's, like, walking down the street and he and the guys, like, start calling him, like, homophobic slurs and then he, like, dumps the trash can in there. So those guys are just calling him that because he goes to art school? Yeah, because he used so. to he used to hang right. out with them and, like, ride around in that convertible. And that's why he doesn't wear tights and stuff. Like, that's why that he doesn't wear impression. tights. Yes. I think so. I think Because I was trying to figure party. out, like, is also, this because... many of those men in that dance class were not wearing tights. I know. <laughs> I know. But is I was wondering if that was, like, because he was from, like... I mean, anywhere. Anywhere in the 80s, like, is not going to be cool if you're, like, a male dancer, probably. Or, like, definitely if to think, like... You'd probably always be worried about someone thinking you were gay. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't tell if it was just because he went to that art school he was going to be assumed gay and he didn't like that or he like was gay and didn't want people to know that you know like i don't think to... i didn't get that vibe okay. i got the vibe that he was straight and was i mean he liked to dance he clearly yeah. really enjoyed it and felt right. very passionate about it um i don't know i just think like to your question philip like as we've seen in other movies or like this is like almost exactly replicate replicates like 16 candles where they're like watching in yeah. or like you see like boing you know yeah and i just feel like sometimes these directors are like what did it feel like to be ninth grade <laughs> like i wanted to look at boobs yeah. and i didn't get to look at them enough so, so i'm just going movie. to put it in my movie this well, beautiful woman's breast i mean lovely woman but she's a child you're well, still showing a child's boobs, which right. I think is bad. For jokes, too. And, like, you know, there's another boob scene that I think is played for, like, har horror. Horror. Like it, yeah. it's Terrifying. Take, it's that taken me... seriously. Like, yeah. it's not played for right. a joke at all. Nope. This is played nope. for a joke. Nope. And that's and it's like of... a white woman in the one thing where she gets to be sort of have her authority. And then you have this, like, woman of color later who is, like, put in this awful. And the yeah. whole thing is right. icky, icky, sticky, bad. Um, well, and to your point, too, about directors, like, I, I think sometimes studios or, like, producers Force push. It, yeah. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, th this will get the teen boys to come, you know, or, like, <laughs> or even, like, And get them this... into dance class. I know, kind of. Or, like, elements <laughs> of, like, ruse, oh, yeah. let's not forget they're still teens. Like, you know what I mean? Because they do do with, they deal with some pretty heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so they're like, but they're also goofing around. And, you know, it's like, yeah, but that's the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> right and this this people these women have been violated it's like i don't know that it's that used to be such this like a thing and it's so gross to just what peeping tom or what the whole spying the on the girls locker room i mean it was like a yeah. total trope it's a joke it's in cartoons it's, a, yeah. it's in movies and yeah, it's like, like that cartoon like really... eyeballs like going through a hole yeah <laughs> yeah totally oh. you know what people love is to just be spied on yeah it's, it's real yeah. especially feel really good um let's see so like the the this is a scene i have a question about uh even though i love the theater teacher she was, he was like telling the kids to be like really observant and like mm -hmm. this, again this like meta sort of like theatrical performance and then there was like i think it was ralph was like doing a scene sitting on a toilet in the middle of the classroom uh, yeah who's whenever you think of an annoying thing happening? it's always ralph i think he was taking a shit and just like I mean, this is like this, I think, just experimental theater, right? Where it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if he got a prompt and he did that or if that was. <laughs> he I, just I think from the look on the teacher's face, 
he yeah. did not get that prompt mm, and right. he took it that that direction yeah. um yeah so to end uh, the end of freshman year we get doris to get that senior boy to sign her yearbook and she's just like oh gee golly Oy, her mom she's is also laying on thick yeah. her mom is giving off like Carrie's mom from yeah. the movie Carrie. <laughs> Speaking Just of which, intense. A lot. I guess I was reading a lot of the people from this movie, like the production and actors, went on to be involved in Carrie, the Broadway musical. Oh, really? I did was not. Was a flop upon flops. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, including Leroy, I believe, and um, uh, uh, it might have been um, was it Debbie Allen and um, uh, Michael. Who's the uh, Go- Michael Gore? Yeah. It's like Leslie and Michael Gore who like have done like a bunch of the production scores. Anyway. Huh. Okay. So let's see. We get into sophomore year. And the, fir- the first thing we see is the kids back in the bathroom looking at. Yeah. My first note is tit spies. <laughs> yeah. Because they keep on saying tits over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's see. And then I was just like, oh my God, this theater class is so unsafe. <laughs> Like this teacher is like, you're gonna unearth the most painful memory you have. Yeah, I'm like, you can't. You shouldn't do that. It's like no. Maybe you no. did. I don't know how realistic this would have been, but yeah. What I a mean, mistake. it's not unrealistic. It, I think. Yeah. I think more recently, there's a lot more like conscientious care going into like yeah. making sure people feel safe in these rooms. But I think I do think that's probably accurate. That he would be like, get ready to just do this in front of everybody without any like help afterwards right no follow-up no mental health resources Oof. right right yeah um so then there's like this character lisa i know I, i'm like where did she come from do she's we care a about little her? she's introduced a little late <laughs> And, and she doesn't she's sweat. hard to care about. Oh, <laughs> I don't care she's about her. Like she doesn't sweat enough. Gum chewing redhead <laughs> yeah. or whatever, who's sometimes yeah. not a redhead. It's confusing. Her hard, hair does change. It's hard to, yes, keep uh, up hair up and hair down. She looks very different. And she's also just like very annoying. Um, <laughs> and just talks through everything. You're just uh like, yeah. um but then even but then her dismissal is very sad too. Like you're yeah. just like, oh geez. Like um it it feels like she didn't get really a warning. Like if I did think like if you were brought into the teach like if you're brought into your teacher's office for the first time and this is the conversation, that's pretty rough. Yeah. I assume that there was other times. Maybe. She kept I mean, on yelling she, at her in class. She just gets berated that she's not sweated enough in class like <laughs> every day. Um, it's not a fair thing. No, it's not. It is not. But she wasn't working really hard, but maybe I mean, don't true. phrase it like, right. I need to see that sweat. You're not CNC Music Factory. Um, then Leroy is like there and it's kind of like late at night or dusky and he's watching the new girl who is I don't I don't know her name who is this girl she's new they did (laughs) say that but they're like she's new her parents are rich she got you know and she's like doesn't want to be just the rich kid she wants known for her talents one of them was speaking French occasionally that's her. her If okay. anything fancy happens, it's it's her. Yeah, she's the fancy um, one. Got it. Including okay. fancily pulling him into the boys' locker room to have a have a wink, go wink. at it. Yeah. To have a, also, ew, place is probably gross. And we've we've been in a bathroom at least to see how gross it. Um. But yeah, so they start doing it, I guess. Then Bruno's dad 
on his lunch break oh my god pulls up in front of the school with his taxi cab slash radio player mm. and blair's fame the song that and this is the song that bruno has written bruno has written and produced this with irene Cara. And coco, coco yeah okay yeah right it's pretty high production value. Very. <laughs> He's got some editing machines in his basement. Yeah. He has those machines you see oh him God. carrying around. And yeah. so it is like Everybody. a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I are I was reading Wild. They actually filmed they gave this them cocaine. To, no, to a different song. And I can't remember. Uh, Donna Summers. Um, God, yes. What is it? Um, it's a famous song. Love to love you, baby. Hot. No. no. Hot We're stuff. Gonna, a hot stuff, baby. To... Yeah, Maybe is that song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they were, because it was a similar beat, I think I think the other song wasn't quite finished or right. something. Or, so or they no, played. I, start, I don't know. Yeah. They just, I think they knew it would be a similar beat. So they're like, okay, these kids will be dancing to <laughs> Cause this Because it's beat. the 80s. It's got to be super. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be dating, stuff. which is interesting. Um, maybe that's why there's nothing, there's not like super choreographed, coordinated things, you know, like it's pretty like organic. I'd like frenetic. the bed love. It's yeah. Oh yeah, it's totally. Wild. Yeah. And just those poor people in their cars though, like fights just are breaking getting, out. Like, yeah. Jostled. The dad gets in a fight with the truck driver. Oh my God. It's I like know. summer of Sam heat wave going on. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. and like, are there that many dancing kids in the school or they're just all moved to dance? I think I all mean, moved to dance. They're they all, all are doing a dramatic. little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah. But then they're all focusing like, the farther you, it seems like it because like the Bruno's playing the violin, hate playing the violin. Like, I don't know why he's like, we don't need this anymore. We've got records. You can record things. Like, well, fucking stop playing the violin then. Like, some people can play it. Well, like, why is he even learning it? He's a I don't piano know. player. I don't know, but yeah. he cannot play it either. Like, it's not good. So I don't get that. I'm like, just play the piano. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't get it. I also Let's... imagined in this sort of musical fracas scene that like people stay away from the school like the plague. It's like taxi drivers won't go by it. It's like a dance could break out at any time and just, (laughs) you know, there'll be kids dancing on top of my cab. That would be so true. Because, like, I don't drive by the charter school when it lets out at three. Like, if (laughs) I thought this was going to happen, there'd be no The drama kids. I'd walk by. It is delightfully. I'd love to walk by. And kids don't always look when they're crossing the street. Oh, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next couple of things I have are about like Mont- poor Montgomery over there is like trying. I wrote he does a quiet monologue. I don't know where he does it. I don't. I didn't write so it many monologues. And yeah. then Ralph. So they're dressed like in drag, kind of. And oh, Ralph after he out. does the monologue, yeah. And Ralph yeah. comes out and he like says he harasses him and like homophobic things. I and couldn't tell. Doris. And then he, and then him and Doris are like giggling in the closet. So I'm like, was this fun? No, I think they're fighting. I think they were, that was but an actual. End of it. I don't know. At the end of it, it felt like she was laughing or crying. Like <laughs> something. It was, I don't know. I don't know. Um, It was pretty, it was homophobic. Uh, I don't, I, I couldn't tell how off put Montgomery was by it and how much I don't know it was hard to understand what was happening there there's like this weird jealousy between the three of them even though like mm-hmm. Montgomery doesn't want to seem to date either of them and I don't know yeah, yeah like- they're kind of this interesting little trio 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where and I have the-, the note that's just like, Ralph is crazy. (laughs) I think my note was similar, but slightly different. It just said Ralph sucks. (laughs) You know what else sucks? I don't understand this scene at all where Doris has to go to a birthday party. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was infuriating. (laughs) Five-year-old's birthday party. People hire people to come and sing happy birthday. Like they're like, oh, you need to sing at this person's birthday party. Never in a million years would I imagine the song you would be singing exclusively. <laughs> no, every, is Happy everyone, Birthday. We're not singing Should it together in unison. We hired someone. <laughs> it's the only song that people feel comfortable singing themselves, uh, yeah. which it is a hard song to sing, actually. But like, I didn't understand this, like what yeah. this was. And it's like five year olds. I think it's just supposed to demonstrate Ugh. how controlling Doris's mother is yeah. and how she's like not listening okay. to like her development. I guess I was reading, Phil, well, maybe you read it more like in depth in the facts that like the the movie kind of sparked by like her journey of like this journey of this girl wanting to make it and like would she wouldn't she a -hmm. little bit but she doesn't really feel like the protagonist to me kind of thankfully because i'm not so interested i don't know who is supposed to be i think it feels pretty split a bunch of people and it's like it's the idea sort of like sea turtles going out to the ocean it's like most of y'all are going to get picked off by birds and um maybe one of y'all makes it that makes me say did um bridget i think did you just see merrily we roll along i did yes so there was something about this movie so i've not seen merrily we roll Along. what is that sorry it's a it's a it's a broadway play that is um sondheim and friends it's a musical yeah it's 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 a musical yeah but it famously like debuted in the 80s, I guess, and was a real flop, like floppity flop, had like yeah. Jason Alexander in it. And they made a documentary about that called mm-hmm. The Best Worst Thing That Ever Happened. Oh, and now, and it it's really good. And um, so it became kind of this cult classic because the original cast did a recording and people like really, mm-hmm. really like it. Um, and so they've revived it, which Bridget saw, and it, it sounds like, I mean, was it good? I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I mean, it had it had Daniel Radcliffe in it. Right, um, and Jonathan Groff. And Jonathan Groff, which is, like, really cool. And unfortunately, yeah. I can't name, but the actress that plays, like, the third in the trio, she was, it was her understudy, who did great. Uh, okay. Um, it's a problematic musical, okay. for sure. It, it's it's reverse chronological. Yes. And so um, it's just kind of depressing in some ways because yeah. it, it starts ends sad like everybody's miserable and sad and then you build back to like them how it all happened and i think if i'm not mistaken that the original musical casted like kids like very young kids to start old and like to rewind oh, so like oh yeah and I, I just bring it up because i guess mostly that documentary just feels like it feels like such the same world as fame like it's like yeah. all the same world well of, like, make it and maybe this yeah. will happen it's and maybe a musical it'll... about people in the musical okay. industry yeah in the theater industry so it's very meta mm-hmm. about that its own butt. that are competing with each other and yeah okay interesting like. yeah and the documentary is even meta meta because it's about <laughs> yeah. but it's just like i don't know it just kind of ran into fame for me when i was watching it well, i do see a rainbow on your face yeah <laughs> It's <laughs> great. My face. Very dramatic, um, Bridget. Um, let's see. Then we have this scene where, like, I said, like, back to the unsafe theater class, and then we have like Doris doesn't like her life, and Ralph tells the story about Freddie Prince, and yeah. it's just like monologues that are upsetting. And then Leroy's teacher is like, 
you need to read like if you want to be successful you need to read and then she like throws othello at him like shakespeare first of all yeah and then right. says like you'll like this because the character's black like it's yeah. just yeah it's all bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then poor Lisa, who we just barely met and barely had time to care about. You don't have it, Lisa. You just she don't doesn't have, have it. it. You never will, and it's like, you'll get over it. Like, this girl has been here for the better part of two years at this point, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, because I think and it's And then the teacher, year. like, realizes, like, after Lisa leaves, she's like, maybe Shit. I was <laughs> too hard on her. I know, and I was what like, bad is it because... could happen? And then I'm like, I know, right. And then I couldn't tell if this was like a test that she was saying this to see what she'd come back with or, but then they kind of never follow up with that. Like who I think knows? it was a like, pretty hard test by kicking her out of school. It was such a weird thing. It was like, was there more to this plot line and they oh, well. cut it out, but then we were supposed to care a lot. And then she almost steps in front of oh, the subway. I did not care about her. Did not. It was just like, it was. Just... But then did she ultimately, I... did she those, throw those clothes down there? Yeah, or they she did. Down there? It was like a fake out of like, yeah, she. Hilarious. We think, she, yeah, we think she's going <laughs> to commit suicide, but no, she's just throwing her, uh, Dance, dance clothes, clothes <laughs> in front of a fun, moving train fun which twists. i'm sure they love yeah they right. love that they it's love equally that. not equally not terrifying that's, that's not great either um no. for a train conductor um I did, and then oh, go ahead Sorry. is that a wrap on lisa like she's like i'll just yeah. switch to acting i mean does she go i don't think we ever see her again i don't know if i ever saw her again it's rough i'm not sure why they did that uh, i guess it's I, just like this you know the school's kind of pressures rough. yeah pressures. i guess I did love stage. the sort of dance teacher, um, her like, you don't have it. And I think it's in like Wet Hot American Summer, first day of class or whatever. John Slattery plays a like drama teacher and he has this other monologue of just, you don't have it. And I, he must have seen like fame yeah. oh, totally. 10 times before <laughs> yeah. doing this. Amazing. Amazing. You can tell this movie, it, it, there's some parts that like, I don't know. They're not the best to just watch on their face, but you're like, oh my gosh, this is the source material yeah. for just so many movies after it. Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal. So we already talked about Leroy kind of seeing his old friends. Um, also, there's like, oh yeah, Irene Cara and the new girl kind of like fight over Leroy or something. There's like I'm this like, Barry metaphor that I'm like, I need yeah, this to stop. I don't like it. tangled metaphor while they're all doing this like weird... <laughs> unison dance together uh it was like very like sirens i didn't I think know. irene cara cared about leroy i didn't know that was a thing i know but... so much I so didn't... that i had a hard time believing that was irene cara i'm like wait what like why did she give a shit like it felt like, like she's again... different in that class it's almost like she's playing different characters throughout the yeah the film also the fancy rich girl is named hill hillary no, and the out. actress's name is antonia franceschi so it's <laughs> fancy all the way through. Great. Okay. Then I have we're in junior year. Um, because again, I after don't after Le started. Leroy pours trash in the kids' cars, right? right? Which I really enjoy how he does that. <laughs> the cleanest New York City trash. Yeah, in the world. it was like it's a just bunch papers. Of papers. It's about yeah. a, ah, yeah. not in a convertible. Yeah. Just the papers. Okay, so we get into junior year, and I miss this, but like, did Montgomery's mom like rent him an apartment in Times Square? Yeah, Is I think it's like a running thing? joke, or not joke, but like yeah. she's always somewhere else for her work, and okay. he just has an apartment. Yeah. He Wait, was the monologue? 
was the monologue he was doing for his audition real? Because he was talking no. about at the very, very beginning. Oh my about God. how his mother it's like, oh, so one time she was in San Francisco. School. Yeah. From military school. Is that like I don't that... know. Seems like No, because he pulled like he then He's read like, I'm sorry, I messed up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Um then, oh my God, like Raul's I know. Then we watch like a really long cut of these two men having conversations about collecting stamps. Um, okay, I must have on. not written that. Yeah, well, were there subtitles? Out of that one then. Were there any subtitles? No. Okay. Oh, I oh, the video. So, it was the film at the apartment. Yeah, it's like a talk show, and the talk show, right, in Spanish, incessantly about collecting yeah. stamps and stuff. And then Raul, then this is Raul's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where he lives, I guess. Um, Raul's story is this <laughs> wild, and then yeah, his little sister hears a door somewhere in the whole apartment building leaves yeah, and he their apartment. It's him. Yeah. She keeps on thinking it's Raul and, and then, then it ends up being a junkie. She's assaulted. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, so I think we just, um, I, I don't know what that means. I, I yeah. think maybe just pushed around or like physically assaulted. I don't, <laughs> the priest don't thinks know. it's fine. Uh, Ralph thinks she needs a doctor. A doctor, I know it's I, not. It's not. I gotta I didn't say have that subtitles, so I didn't really know what was going on. But they're not saying much more than like you know she needs yeah, a doctor. Like, like he, kept, he came he into the window. Yeah, she kept saying like you know we thought it was you. We heard something, and then like she got up, and then there's this man, and you know, and like, but they don't say like that it was a sexual assault. No one says that. So I think she um, just got scared or right? got like shaken or it seems like there was a physical interaction mm, it's okay. really hard to understand what actually has happened there um yeah and but raul is upset that like his mother didn't i guess i guess went right to the church rather than going to a hospital it's like uh yes what yeah, we're my, upset about my note was just yeah i guess they're trying to humanize him a little but i, I still don't care um <laughs> also sorry raul's sister <laughs> interspliced in here we have like hillary brings uh leroy back to her apartment her house and her parents are like on drugs i don't know they're just like robots just, like, what's going who, on yeah who barely look up from their newspaper and then finally are like what <laughs> yeah they don't do anything about it right <laughs> they're like turtles they're just like yeah moving really slow they're like our daughter brought a boy home i know a and then they just go into man. the which yeah. I, think I think that's supposed worked. to be that look, but then you're just like, they are like 14. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want them to, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They're just like kind of like uh, pearl clutching a little bit, I guess. <laughs> um, and then I have Taxi and Coco, which Taxi Dad's yeah. being a little creepy towards Coco, right? I didn't get what was happening. Yeah, I think what? he just assumes that they're dating as well. Yeah. And you mean him uh, and her? <laughs> yeah, yes. to feel like so why Bruno is that creepy? I mean, no, yeah, the kids, yeah. the two kids. He wants kids. his kid to like be. He wants his kid to be having sex and dating. He's like, you make my son very happy, very hot, horny. very hot, hot and yeah, it's so gross. Happy. And then yeah. she, I mean, then you just so go because she's like, I guess I just have that effect on. I don't know, like, like let me out of your taxi. Yeah. You know, you got the sense that she just has to kind of be like turn on the charm to be. You know, to not yeah. um, get Although, bothered. 
And then she does the whole like, drop me off here. This is my fancy building. And other than Hillary, it doesn't seem like a lot of the kids that go to this school are like living in, yeah, Upper East Side. I was a little confused by that too. I don't know if it was just that like to give her a ride home would have been like really far. And then she she is embarrassed of where she lives. So it's just like, just drop me off here. But I, I know I was a little confused by that too. Yeah, especially what this is like third year. So like, like people they know, know like, if you're rich yeah. or not. Like we've right. seen. Uh, yeah. So back to old Doris. She really wants to be called Dominique now. Uh. That's her new name. <laughs> She's <laughs> gotten really into name. berets. You know, she's gotten I'm really a- into berets and tiny braids that uh. stick out the side <laughs> of her. Just head. multiply <laughs> throughout this movie. She gets more and more. <laughs> like little straggler they're so yeah. ugly it's such a weird i'm sorry i don't want to say they're ugly they're just such a weird <laughs> choice and they're like misplaced and like it's like i don't know shows her artistic evolution <laughs> i guess so something um and then they like we said they she and ralph are dating i guess at this point yeah, yeah. can you imagine yeah. doing a scene and kissing kind of because you have chemistry and then like literally not being able to stop <laughs> Somebody's shouting at you. Hey, that kiss isn't, it's not till later. You guys, it's not till later. Like, I gotta say, like, I am, I'm very attracted to Annie, but like, I couldn't, I don't know if I'd be able to, like, I think I could stop kissing her if someone was yelling at me. Montgomery (laughs) is their friend, and that's just so fucking rude to be like, um, you can get the hell out. That's what I'm saying. Montgomery is just, yeah, he's kind of always drinks during our podcast. Big drinks. Um, So let's see. Yeah, there's like Doris gets really stoned at the show and then she gets up oh, and the does Rocky the Horror Picture warp. Show. Yeah. yeah. Is this also, I mean, I kind of skipped over. Is this after we get like Roll's backstory about like his father being in prison and stuff? Probably. Um, yeah. At some that point. was like dark. Like that went really, really dark to a place that I wasn't like. Well, I have a line where he like overly talks to Doris. Maybe that's when it happens after his comedy club debut. Maybe I'm getting the scenes mixed up. Yeah. No, this is another time where like all three of them are there. Yeah, maybe it's another time. And he starts crying after the story and they start making out and Montgomery is forced to just sort of like. Yeah, to leave. leave. Um, Yeah. So yeah, he um, Ralph goes to this comedy club. He's a he's a junior in high school, like at an adult comedy club. <laughs> I know, I know. And he's having a Getting great time. And introed by Richard Belzer, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I guess they were saying that his stand-up routine was very reminiscent of Freddie uh, Freddie Prince's. Like it was like a similar similar mm. content. Okay, when he was on Johnny Carson or something. Like the stand-up routine that Ralph does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it's like I, a similar. I mean, it's hard to do like a stand-up routine in a movie like this. I know. I know. Uh, but it was, and this is what forty years ago. But yeah. I was not impressed with the material. <laughs> you weren't in stitches. <laughs> no, no. His friends were. Yeah, they were LOLing yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. So then we get the scene with Hillary. She, it, it seems like she's doing a monologue uh, yeah. um, to nobody. But then I was back. I was so confused as to what yeah. was happening. But she's there for an abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be Leroy's. Yeah, yeah. 
that. But I did love like the nurse's reaction is like these drama kids. I don't need. <laughs> oh my god! I know. The monologue. Yeah. Just fill out the form. It's oh. fine. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Then it just gets sadder with with Coco at this restaurant, just trying to have a breakfast. And I mean, like this grade A creep comes in and he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna put you in pictures," and she's like, "Really?" Because yeah. now she's, you're like, oh, yeah, she's 15 or 16 years old. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's going to make a movie in the south of France. And... and he comes in with like a trench coat. I mean, like he's basically like three people <laughs> yeah. standing on top of each other. Like this yeah. is like this isn't good. This isn't real. Yeah. This good. isn't good. Um, but I think there's I mean, it's interesting that we're kind of getting into like the dark stuff. Like it kind of has this like like second actor. I don't know. This is like the it's a, it's kind of in five acts. Right. So like the fourth act is kind of dark. Like everybody sure. like. Yeah. Everybody goes pretty, pretty dark and sad, except for Rocky Hart. That was like a wonderful little yeah. thing that they they put in there. Um, but man, Coco, oof, this is really, really rough. Um, it's rough. Yeah. So she, yeah, she goes to like have a screen test, and it's just super creepy. Everything about it is creepy. The apartment's creepy. His, you know, ugh, and he like immediately is like, take your shirt off. She's like sobbing and doesn't want to. And then he like, I don't know, and she just does it she just does it i know thing yeah. is so upsetting to me i just, just very upsetting yeah i know i assume the filmmakers want it to be upsetting but it was like hard to i wouldn't have been able to handle much more of that like i yeah you no, know i yeah. didn't, didn't want to i didn't want to be there like if um, that had come at the beginning of the movie yeah oh, yeah geez. that's true it's true and it's an interesting thing that they're doing i suppose where they're showing you like just like the whole complexity of these kids lives and and fame right like mm -hmm. what it's like mm -hmm. um you know to like not quite know like that you have to be so so talented but also so lucky and like you don't know what is luck and what is like danger you know yeah. sometimes which is interesting um leroy also in between all of this goes to the hospital to talk to his teacher which like what why? is happening air quotes here? talk yeah <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Like, I, I don't mean, understand like, how he knew where to go. He's not great. Well, he was told also, like, she's at a hospital, so he figured it out. One. Yeah. He, there's he, only, there's one in the, New like, York City. This was the, like, hundredth hospital he'd gone to that day, just busting in. It's like, <laughs> I've I berated so mind. many older redheads. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. And, um, you know, he's been invited to dance with Alvin Ailey, and they won't take him if his grades are bad. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um... And, and I gotta say, this isolated scene, yeah, you're totally on the teacher's side. Like, I mean, yeah. she's yeah. terrible, yeah. but it's she's like, terrible. what are you doing bothering yeah. somebody at, when they're now, I mean, I thought it was her father, which is bad enough, but that your husband <laughs> is like dying. Um, and yeah. then they kind of try to flip it real quick at the end. They're like, well, how is he then? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> I hate it. Like, just get out of my face. Yeah, basically. Um, and then like, ugh, yeah, then like Ralph bombs his his comedy act. Oh, this is painful. Nobody I did enjoys think, it. I did. I did think that the juxtaposition of like when you have a house that's full of your friends that are there and it's your yeah. first time <laughs> and you're just like new and it's amazing and then you have to make this material work for a general audience when you're already pissed and like a real crappy person <laughs> that it's like not gonna work yeah. you know and you just pissed off the like intro or like mc person for the show like he's gonna imagine? cut your mic exactly can you imagine 
screaming at each other at a comedy club like this no. like they are just screaming at each other and they're not <laughs> backstage like they're it was wild to me yeah Ugh. okay let's see then we have like then they're getting fitted for graduation caps and this was uh, this is when i was really confused about when that had happened because i didn't see when it became senior year it became uh, senior yeah. year i think they do she- senior year yeah, they do. They do it. Yeah. When sorry. does it happen? Um, right before Ralph does stand up, I think. Oh, it's right before okay. the bomb. So it's not senior year is pretty quick, I guess. Um, and then yeah, then we. Oh have wait, this, sorry. Like, oh yeah, go ahead. Mm, I don't need to clarify, I guess. But like, <laughs> it's actually right before he does the good stand up. Oh, okay. like he. It's right before he's successful. It's right before Hillary goes to the doctor. Like that senior year. So his like career oh. arc is. His senior year of yeah, like great show, drug habit, bad show. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then, you know, we do this body electric yeah. musical. <laughs> These <sing-along>. lyrics, man. <laughs> yeah. And, do you think yeah. like every, because this is like graduation, right? Yeah. Do you think every senior year, like the, like the senior class has to come up with like a, performance that integrates every person in their class every person yes. every art form everybody yeah. do you think there's some pe- there are some people who are really singing and like their mouths are open so wide i've never carolers i've never seen such like articulation yeah. uh-huh. well then it's like there's certain people on stage and then an entire section of yeah. the grudge like stands up to to say yeah. which it's pretty I had, amazing. I had a note that if you're don't have a solo in the graduation um <laughs> extravaganza you're not gonna make it yeah um... probably <laughs> probably not. i did think i did appreciate that doris was there I'm like okay so the school understands where <laughs> she falls yeah. with the singing <laughs> I guess it's hard to like portray acting for the final uh, tune. Yeah. Just throw in another monologue. Yeah. Um, and then it just like builds into this huge sing along with dancing and it, and then it over. It's just over. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, wait, this is And then this it ends. over. It's just, it's over. <laughs> it was wild. It cut real quick. And yeah. like, it is interesting because you feel like there's like a lot of loose ends. You're like, is the teacher's husband okay? Yeah. We're Leave like, going to get a thing. Like, did Coco, Coco get okay? out of that apartment? Yeah. She was at the thing, but she was, I was yeah. also worried about her. Oh, totally. Yeah. Is Coco okay? Like, Period. Is, he, is she okay in general? Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So quick question on the, who is the first person that's singing in the body electric? <laughs> I don't remember. I just I did remember. not recognize who this person was. It's like, who is I this? think it put up. I think it could have even been oh, like a whole other character that was being about. tracked that we didn't see. There, yeah. I think. Okay. I think it was. I think this was because she's really young too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder if she was like an actual like senior in high school because like they did do some things with some performing arts school okay. kids. I just wonder. Cool. I just wanted to make sure it no, wasn't I, just. Me. I was very confused. Yeah. I also did not because they. Now that I'm remembering, like I, because they focused on that girl, like I was like, oh, this is another thing entirely. I didn't realize we were at the same high school. I'm like, oh wait, graduation day. Like, yeah, it was kind of hard to. Yeah, it's understand. It was, I was very confused about that too. I was like, who is she? Do we care? Do we care? Yeah, no. this ending. It's funny to think about. Some of this movie did remind me of Center Stage, only because it's like cutthroat and you're in high school and you're all together and you're yeah. t- trying to b- do math too somehow in there yeah and um 
It's the opposite ending, though, because if you remember center stage, they all just like waltz around each other and catch each other up on what their plans are for the rest of their lives. And it's like a Laurent. It's like, oh, oh, congratulations on ABG. <laughs> to you. Have fun in France. And like, well, I'll see you next week. I guess Emily's still at home. You know, it's like, dude, 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 dude. And this is like, actually, let's not tell anybody anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. stops, which is a definite artistic choice. Like, it's like, and and we'll see. Like we'll totally see. <laughs> the sea turtles are out to the ocean. <laughs> yeah, well, they Phil, all you watch the made TV it. show, like, is it a cliffhanger from the movie, or is it like, do you remember, or is it like all new stories? They they basically redo it, um, and it's been so. I mean, I watched oh. it when it came out, whenever Not that it. was. But I, I definitely remember having like audition, and the same thing with Leroy of coming in, and he wasn't supposed to even be there. He was mm. just driving the one girl. Yeah. Um, mm. So I I think it just expanded a lot of this, and obviously cut out a lot of the I don't yeah <laughs> darker yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, Katie, that was the movie, right? <laughs> oh, you've been going to singing classes. Oh, oh, somebody's been playing the French I, horn. Yeah. The mouth, mouth trumpet section of that. School. Yeah, mouth trumpets. It's me and oh. April Smith. My general question, which I've been asking, is mm. like, are they okay? Like that was my. Is everybody okay? I don't know. Um, I think the answer is no. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think, think so. so. I don't think all of them are. No, I don't think so. Were there other questions? Um, uh, my couchmate was asking just what or who everyone's favorite character was. Uh, probably I mean, the my... theater teacher, even though he was doing unsafe practices. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still was... enjoyed him. Yeah. I actually liked the dance teacher too, but... Um... Debbie Allen or the other dancer? Debbie Allen is like so hardly in this movie. It's very yeah. barely in this movie. But I, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought this movie is Debbie Allen, but it's yeah. not. It's like she's just like in one or two scenes. Yeah, my is she in the TV show? I think so. Is she? I think she was a different role. But maybe well, I know she was in the remake as like a teacher. Mm. Um, uh, and I can't remember okay. if she was in. I don't actually. I don't think she was in the TV show. Mine is probably Leroy. I just really liked watching him. Yeah, like anything he, and pretty much anything he did. Just like walking down the street, I'm like, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't love everything he was doing, but his storyline was the most interesting. And mm -hmm. yeah, he had just a lot of electricity whenever yeah. he was on. De Debbie Allen yeah. is in the TV show. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And maybe that's why I think about her because maybe I knew that. Just there were six seasons of the Fame TV show. Yeah. Wild. When you do you know when it, it debuted? Um, it's the first episode was January seventh, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, I so, think well, Debbie Allen was like the main teacher because she's like she's like highlighted. There's like a picture and she's like in that little circle at the top. She she's like quite. I think she had a bigger role. Well, then when that maybe I was like the must have been reruns or something because I wasn't watching Fame when I was three and remembering it. So. Um, he knows. Um, yeah, so it must have just been reruns, I guess. Sorry, my dog must have seen a dog on TV. And oh my God, she's wild. Feeling, gets very upset at dogs on. All right, well, let's do our Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers. Let's start with Bummers. I have a bummer. It's just like a line um, that I just think it's a bummer of a feeling that I think yeah. Montgomery says, which is... Um, 
never being happy isn't the same as being unhappy. Um, <laughs> and I just thought that was such, I thought it was like very well said, like when, you know, like when mm-hmm. he's kind of like, okay. And, and it's, that's like his character too, right? Like, I think that's his character in that trio of like, okay, I'm not happy. I'm not going to be the one that's happy, but I won't be like unhappy, which is mm-hmm. just such a hard thing to like settle for. Um, and yeah, I feel like, Anyway, it was very well said, but it is such a bummer to like have that be like how you're imagining your station in life. So obviously there's like some bigger bummers we've talked about that are very Mm -hmm. upsetting. But I think the bummer, uh, a bummer for me is like having an apartment that has like a blinking light (laughs) in it all day long and all night long. Like Montgomery's apartment. Oh, the one that of the blinking. Sign I think there's even a Seinfeld just, episode about that. Oh yeah, just with Kramer with all the red. night long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I, I would be so ill. I would not be able to oh, sleep. I would be so upset. Totally. That's and then, what like, turned maybe, his hair red. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a blinking red light, and like maybe you could put curtains up, but then you just have to be like trapped inside, and oh, like oh, I would hate yeah. it. Yeah, that bummed me out. Uh, I'm going to continue on this Montgomery train for the bummer. I know. Um, I so. Just, he was sort of up there for my favorite character. He's very sort of like, he knows himself and is very like best mm-hmm. at articulating. He's the least dramatic kid at dra- oh, yeah. drama camp. Ironically. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but everything in his story is so sad for all the, you know, things that you guys are mentioning and, yeah, just it sucks for him. And mm-hmm. it, but I think he's got a good head on his shoulders and he's he's going to at least make it out and get to a yeah. good place. Get to the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he's Twice. arguably the Twice. actor himself is probably one of the more successful yeah. people from from the show, so. And he wrote that uh acoustic song that he sings in the movie. The actor. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. liked that song. I I liked that. That's cool. I know. I was like sort of surprised like how long they would take to do these songs, like minutes and minutes and minutes of the movie. I'm like, that's why this movie is kind of long. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's also it, it is a musical, right? Like, I mean, have you guys seen Flashdance? No, it's, it's, it's been a minute. It's kind of a musical in the same way where it's like the music and the dance numbers don't like tell the story, but they're just breaks set in there for these like total theatrical mm-hmm. performances. Yeah. And I think it had two or three songs that were nominated for Oscar, which mm-hmm. sort of tied a record or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. All right. How about Dom? Oh, uh, I just learned. Sorry. I just learned that uh, the the actress who played, um, you know, doesn't sweat enough, played Crip. Rachel's co-worker at Bloomingdale's in the third and fourth oh. scene of Friends. Oh. Um, oh. Good for her. She went on to do some things. <laughs> okay. Phil. Uh, I was going to say whoever put the lock on like the percussion instruments in the lunchroom, but I, it's actually going to be, and we talked about this a little bit, but just the curriculum, how they're forcing people who play the piano to learn the violin, or it's just like, let these people focus on the skill. Like he's never going to be professional violin person. So why bother teaching him this? Just put him in piano class. Or keyboard class, yeah. Right, he's clearly into this like advanced electronic yeah. music. Like, like, why do that? I think it's that, and that kind of goes into my dumber too, which is like, I, I love the arts. I've spent my whole career in arts education. I live and breathe this stuff, but I get very 
I think it's dumb as like some arbitrary rules that have been like inflicted upon how you study these things or like with the thing with um, Leroy about the tights, for example, when like, you know, if you're dancing and moving your body that much and it's just tights don't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Also, there were kids not wearing tights in that room. Yeah. Male Why dancers. do you need tights? Like it's it's a there's there's lots of rules about it in terms of like uniformity and mm-hmm. like being able to see your legs and give feedback on your leg i don't know i think some okay, of it's gotcha. arbitrary and made up yeah. but also like for the longest time i took dance my whole life wearing pink tights with kids in my class who were not white mm-hmm. um wearing pink tights and the whole idea is it's supposed to be your skin color and it's like ugh, it's not yeah doesn't work <laughs> um yeah. so yeah i think just I I think it's the needle has moved a lot in terms of how which kids in the arts, but I think it still has ways to go. Some of mm-hmm. these like arbitrary things. Um, I think okay, this is like very specific. Dumber. Um, when they're asked to observe themselves, um, mm-hmm. I I think it's Doris that comes home and she's like eating super yeah. duper slowly, and yeah. then. Her brother, and then she's like, I'm supposed to observe. And then her brother copies her, and the mother like slaps him yeah. for doing it. I'm like, let him eat slow. Like, what's yeah. your problem? I Just know. have him, like, who cares? One, he's admiring his older sister. Two, he's like not shoving food in his. I'm sure like the problem would be him, like, yeah. you know, choking on food and eating yeah. like a duck. So, Anyway, I thought I just I think it was just supposed to be portraying the mother is like really rigid about like what their kids should do, I suppose. But I'm like, Ugh, I don't I, I think it was kind of played for laughs and I don't like it. I'm like, yeah, just leave, let the kid eat slow. Let it be. Yeah. How about Hummers? I think my Hummer, while his story was challenging, is just Leroy and mm-hmm. just, just the dancing in general. I just found there to be a lot of like joy and fun through all of the dancing and like yeah i just kind of like it gives me like reminiscing feelings i also Mm -hmm. just um i also just like find the art so fascinating that like expressing that's a very athletic physical thing to do and not to say that like playing the violin is not i understand there's different athleticism potentially involved in it but um just how the performing arts are are linked and you're like, all these things all have very different right. uh, skills to them, yet they all are very important. So my Hummer is really like also the forming arts. Get behind it, people. <laughs> Kids need it. It's super important. <laughs> Write your Congress people. Yeah, um, I agree with that. To, to, to piggyback off of it, I think my specific Hummer is Leroy's outfits and styles. Uh, yeah. I just wanted it. I'm like, I would wear that. I would absolutely wear that. Like, if I could pull it off, which like, like, he, at one if point I had like, those abs, like, oh yeah, yeah, well that, wear my yeah, tank right. top like that. Right. He has a but six like, pack, but like that, like he's wearing a beanie at one point with like goggles on it. I'm like, yes, like, and then like the roller skates, and then like, I don't know what he's wearing when he's walking down the street, but I'm like, I or, he or had he's a crop a top that said Leroy. Yes, he has a crop that says Leroy. But at one point, he's wearing like that scarf. I'm just like, oh, that's like all, yeah. Like, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not drawn to like fashion very much and mm-hmm. I don't think I can pull a lot off very much. I'm usually like a t-shirt and not even jeans type of person, but that I'm like, Ooh, I would do that. Like, that's cool. So yeah, I liked his whole outfit and the roller skates at school of yeah. brilliant idea. Uh, my Hummer is just going to be the chaos that this school releases into New York city of just every 
Thursday afternoon, like a dance mob spills into the the road yeah. and stops traffic or just, you know, all these kids on a high from a performance let out into the subway and just take mm-hmm. over into like splash mobs. And I just imagine all the stories that we weren't told about like people fearing the school and these drama <laughs> kids that are just roving the streets of New York City, like even sort of the gritty scenes of New York that they show, I think people are more afraid of these drama kids. And I, I just yeah. love it. <laughs> Did you call it a splash mob when they're yeah, doing like just... this in the rain? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It is a splash mob. Splash mob. Uh, well, we already know what Scooter was wearing um, today. Uh, so we should talk about our outfits. Let's, Let's talk, about talk about our outfits. outfits. <laughs> um, well, Katie, I know you liked Leroy's outfits so much um so i i see that you paid homage to Leroy mm-hmm. um Leroy. your own crop top katie shirt um which is like pretty cool that you even had that um on hand and then like the bottom half of you is very rocky horror picture show yes. like the fishnets and the like little panties with the with the big stiletto kind of like heels. So very, very avant-garde, very dancey outfit. And then of course, your two tiny little braids just sticking so awkwardly <laughs> out of the front of your head yes. are uh, very, very charming. Thank you um, for noticing. Actually, I have a question. Do you think that when Doris jumped on stage with Rocky Horror, like, was that like a come one, come all audience thing? Or was she, I was she it was a shadow, that as well. It was a shadow cast, right? Like, she was like yeah. kind of interrupting, right? right. Well, I, that's, I don't know. It felt know. like there were people from the audience who had jumped up there. But, okay. I couldn't tell. You no, know, she's just a young white kid who feels like she can do whatever she <laughs> feels wants. Moved, yeah. so I she guess. Did. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Phil, I'm, I'm loving your, uh, Early young Richard Belzer, straight black wet hair yep. and glasses mm-hmm. that you're donning. And then um, your T-shirt that has a scene of the we're going to live forever, just dance party in the street. And the one, the little moving truck with a little speech bubble, bubble on top that just says, move your effing parade. <laughs> <laughs> Which I a sentiment I really relate to. <laughs> and yes, that was very funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. And um Bridget, I, I can tell your love of the arts, but how seriously you take it by the shirt you're wearing that shows the uh three trifectas of the arts, <laughs> dance, uh music and acting all fighting it out to the death and then it says there could be only one. Um <laughs> who knows what that'll be. Yeah. And then, you know, you're wearing it's the art form that has all the art forms. Yes. There you mm. go. And you're wearing a just fashionable beret that has your oh. new name on it. Gwendolyn. Cause you're, that's fancy. <laughs> Gwendolyn. I changed my name to Gwendolyn. Guad- <laughs> Gwendolyn Guanfan. Guadalupe. Yeah. I'm fancy. Oh, uh, well, I think it's time to remember and talk about whether we think this movie is for real. Um, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, like I feel like this movie was it was troubling. It troubled me auditorily a lot, just in mm. terms of the cacoph- cacophony of noise that happened predominantly, like in that tambourine scene, and then that birthday party, like almost mm. maybe. But I think maybe it's on purpose. Um, 
I think like to capture like how a teenager might be feeling just all this pressure they have and kind of like how just how loud New York is too. It's just a loud place. So I think there's just like some cinematography things in here that are really exciting and fun to watch. I've, I've, I don't know if we've watched a movie quite like this for the podcast and I'm so glad I finally saw it. Uh, I kind of want to watch the TV show a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember liking it. Yeah. And like, clearly there's things in it that are very problematic um, as it relates to like how we would talk to children now or how we would make movies now about children. Um, Although maybe not really. We just watched Mean Girls and I feel like while there weren't nipples in it, there was still so much like female gaze still happening. So I think, um, yeah, I think this movie is for real. I think it's, it's a, it's just like a really interesting exploration that's like a documentary not a documentary yeah you know that like follows these kids um yeah i um agree with you that this movie is for real it's i mean we already kind of talked about just like how iconic and how i think i was reading that like when they screened it in new york to a bunch of artists like it got a standing ovation led by barbara streisand uh and it just feels like i can imagine how groundbreaking and like whoa they like did it they captured some of this you know um how like validating it would have felt perhaps and like you said Bridget I was really interested with like the cinematography of like it it felt almost like a documentary at times and then it wasn't so I don't think it was so concerned about hiding the chaos um it's the kind of movie that I almost kind of wish I had seen before the podcast because I did struggle with the slowness of the start where I'm like who is anybody like I was yeah. very desperate to figure out okay 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 but what's the story yeah. and I probably should have like chilled out about that a no, little more you yeah. know because it was hard to be like I just don't know what's happening it all it because of the framework I was using it was almost like felt like almost like ag- aggressively boring or something in the beginning we're like I just don't care about yeah. any of these people kind of until, until you do to. yeah yeah and another thought I had I mean it's probably not for this section but it does occur to me like that that this movie was probably made before the AIDS epidemic was really, really taking hold of the arts, mm-hmm. especially in New York. And it did mm-hmm. make me think of like, I, I mean, just how sad that is, but just the, the hope in that, I think, I, I think this movie, if it had been made in 1988, would have felt different, you know? Yeah. And like, there was this like young, I don't know, it made me think about that. Just like the, all of these, people all these sea turtles that got released that like that epidemic actually just kind of took out um yeah yeah yeah. um but I think it's just such a interesting and like important snapshot of like what was happening and just the Mm. diversity alone was really cool and Mm -hmm. um yeah it was a cool movie to just kind of like sit back and like absorb like it's kind of a movie that like came at you (laughs) you know um so yeah I thought it was for real yeah, I'm going to say it's for real as well. Similar things. I I mean, I was after I finished it, I was like, I don't know where I'm going to be on this um, just because it had some slow parts. It definitely could have chopped out about 20 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't love yeah. the whole Ralph storyline. Um, yeah. And but no, just the sort of I think images of or the how it dealt with the arts, I think was great and showing the good and the bad. I think the sort of imagery of 
New York City in the 80s was just mm-hmm. badass. Of it was how pretty cool. Wild. Crazy it was back then. Yeah. Um, yes. And it, it's so iconic and everyone knows the song. So it's like, yeah, watch yeah. this movie. I hadn't, I, I was just in New York this past weekend and it just, it's it's wild how much more wild it is and yet not compared to that like Times Square is just this every time I'm there and and now because weed is legal and people are just like they're just like little kids in a toy shop who have never smoked weed before it seems like it's- everybody is just smoking it outside on the street mm. because you can yeah and so Times square is just like in this weed haze like Jesus it just smells like you get you get high walking through there and there's just like i saw like one like super mario brother with like his head off like this guy like taking a break from like pretending to like be the Vaping. super mario brother yeah and then they had these like two like huge gorillas like men in gorilla suits and like humanity could just like tip off from here it's like <laughs> yeah, so totally. wild like everybody is, wild. is on the precipice of something wild um but yeah and then to like see this like 1980 or even like mm-hmm. 1970s new york i don't know when they yeah it. it's funny it is probably more because like the beginning of decades are always more i think indicative of like the past decade they're kind of like yeah they kind of belong to the decade before them yeah more, probably like more 70s yeah like, the cars looked really old oh yeah and, like and the style yeah. too kind of although yeah. i guess like um to scooter right's point mm-hmm. like the leg worm leg warmers feel so 80s you know and this was yeah. like right at the start of that yeah. um you had said but the beginning to dance's day- point sorry i was just gonna say Go dance dance has always used leg warmers for like a very long time that's true so maybe it just came like mainstream that aerobic culture yeah. of the 80s uh, like yeah. really brought them to that's like true. fashion versus just like yeah you gotta Wait, have keep I your can legs have warm. two different colors on my legs right <laughs> yeah exactly rad <laughs> i was rad. gonna say how in the beginning you were saying how it's like so beautifully shot and there is this shot of it's not Times square i guess it is it Times square it's, is I it broad it is i think yeah. it is it's it just so looks so gorgeous. different yeah it's just with like annie as a yeah. musical and like it's impossibly still like yeah just, like, very few people on the street but it's just um i don't know i like that they don't make this big deal about it but it's just really gorgeous like and really well cool. 1970s new york was like yeah a lot more unsafe yeah that's true too in a lot of ways um, yeah so yeah um well just in homage to poor lisa and just all of the dancing and what philip said earlier here's our song You guys know what year this song came out? Uh, I'm going to say no. 92. I didn't look it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have no idea. 1991. Hmm. Oh, so like, I had the tape. This people song... just use it all the time, so it's hard to... I feel like it was really big when I was in high school, so... Right, but like 1991 is like just 10 years after this movie was made it's hard to like think about time because yeah 
to me like I that want... movie felt so 70s in a lot of ways and this yeah. feels so 90s to me but like it's... I was I was thinking the other day that I want a super cut of you talking about time on this podcast <laughs> I have just such weird feelings about freaked time out. We're like, I guess... you guys you guys you guys <laughs> when this movie was made it's the same as them to 1949 as it is, is to us when we circle. were in high school you were just yeah. like it's just like a constant mind blown it's, I'm always <laughs> mind blown about how time works I know <laughs> I'm so mind blown about it because <laughs> it's wild especially because i don't know what has happened between 2003 i've mentioned this before yeah and like 2020 i don't know what happened in those 17 years and that's the first time in my life that i've experienced that yeah we were watching the movie um uh past lives the other day mm -hmm. which i i recommend and um she it, it says 24 years ago and Annie was like, okay, so this is like early 90s. I'm like, no, that's 2000. And she's like, psh, psh, what? <laughs> yeah, like couldn't handle it. See? Like, that's exactly 2000. Yeah. Well, um, Scooter D, thank you mm. for being yeah, a, such a thank loyal you. fan. Oh, my gosh. And he's given like quite an amazing list of other things we should watch. Unfortunately, most of them Philip cannot get in Europe. Oh, uh, um, sure. So Stupid one Europe. day you'll get a VPN or what? I don't know. We, we have can one, break but in. It, yeah, it's, I don't know. We're so trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I well, really so appreciated we'll how, how Scooter introduced us in the order that we introduced ourselves. It was very, it was like a delight. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know we did that. He, he knows his that. stuff. I know. He's incredible. mentioned that he does uh, have a hard time sometimes understanding the difference between me and Katie uh, I get on it. the pod. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes I do too, except I'm the one that doesn't say water. So yeah. <laughs> just Bridget, to, I think for you all need of our listeners, adopt an Australian accent. I know. Uh, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I, get my jacket. I, <laughs> I have a hard time too, actually. And I don't think of us as people that have similar voices, but like, I, I do. Too. I do think of us as people that have oh. similar voices. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just trying to do your voice. <laughs> Did it work? I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, who's going to win the Super Bowl? It's starting right now. Go 49ers, right? Nobody? Anybody? Go, uh... Go costumes. You can root know. for red and yellow, and you'll yeah, come out a winner. I think the yeah. Chiefs are going to win. Um, Ugh, they're so certainly kidding. they certainly have the momentum. Yeah, and the Taylor Swift and all. I know. I know. <laughs> She's hard to root root against. Really, I agree. so we all win. <laughs> Yay, sports! All Yay, right. sports! <laughs> Go sports and dance. Till Superb next time. Owl. See ya. Toodaloo. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. And we give our stamp of Curioso approval to the podcast that you're listening to right now. 